0: Hello, 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 so hope you are all good. So just want to come on here to announce the next intake of the Female Fat Loss Program is now open. So we will be starting on the 13th of February, 2023. So if you're looking to get results, get yourself some education on about nutrition and get away from that all or nothing approach, this is the program for you. So you will receive a program completely based off your nutrition goals that will improve your education levels, will educate you on how to train around certain times of your cycle, manage those pesky cravings, how to manage PMS. We'll also talk about if you've PCOS, endometriosis, pre-postnatal, perimenopause, menopause, it's for anyone that wants to come into the program. So what's involved? You get a personalized training program with video demonstrations so you can do these at home. You don't need any equipment if you don't have. You can do it with two or three kg dumbbells if you want or else you can go on to the next level which is in the gym as well. Everyone can get results or if you don't wanna do the training, we can focus on getting some walking in or swimming in and or hiking in, whatever suits you. We'll set calories for you. So the calories will be set on weekly calorie averages. So that will allow you to have wiggle room for your weekends, for your takeaway with your family And it will allow you to understand that one meal cannot mess up your whole week. Two meals cannot mess up your whole week. And that's the point, it's an education. I want this to be the last program that you ever do. You can also get free recipe books that are MyFitnessPal friendly, which have amazing brownies, like. People are like, well, I can't have brownies. Like you can't have brownies and you can make a part. That's why we aim for a weekly calorie average. We've weekly check-ins with myself. We've weekly Q and A's as well, where you guys send in the questions and I put those out onto a weekly Q and A on every Tuesday and it's released as a podcast the next day. You also have a Facebook group where everyone is kind of involved. You can contribute as much as you want or as little as you want. And there's little incentives to kind of go in there. So who is this program actually for? It's for people who want to learn how to get the best results they can. People who are sick and tired of that yo-yo dieting and not seeing results or not taking any action. People who want to lose body fat, gain muscle, feel confident in their bodies, guidance on how to manage PCOS, endometriosis, perimenopause, and people who want to kind of understand to actually manage those pesky cravings that they may be having. And we also, it's it's for people who want to be part of a like-minded community and support each other along the way so the program is starting on the 13th of february and it is a six-week program it's hands-on from myself and i love talking to the groups i love getting those q a's so if you you'd fill in your check-in every monday and you'll get feedback from me every tuesday via email and the results have been incredible so The statistics for people who are coming into the program, 70% of those who sign up for one end up doing another one or another one, which 70% is huge. So some people end up doing one, they go into other ones because they're seeing results and it changes their lifestyle, it changes their mindset and that's the biggest thing. So the program is six weeks, starts on the 13th of February and the price is 169 euro. If you are interested in working with me on that, Click on the link in the show notes and we will reserve your space. I only have 10 spaces available and that's all I have. So if you're interested in working with me in the female fat loss program, click on the link in the show notes or pop me a DM and we will get you booked in. Hello, hello, hello. So just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has listened to the podcast, shared it, reviewed it, whatever it may be, given it to a friend. But thank you so much for everything. Like, we're like, I think it's. Maybe two thousand downloads from one of these most like one of these numbers that I didn't even think was possible when I first started. So, I want to say a massive thank you to everyone who has come onto the podcast, to as anyone who's listened to it. And I'm looking at the list of guests who are coming up in the next little while. There is so something so different from every single one, and I'm really really excited for that. So I just want to say a massive thank you before I go into today's episode, and it's a solo episode and. It's kind of taken a little bit of a left field step from the normal Q&A that I have been doing for the last little while as a second episode. And I wanted to record this as a way of kind of thinking about kind of weight loss and fat loss as a different method or a different mentality and a different angle that you may not be kind of aware of. So if you think about yourself as someone who has been working on kind of losing weight, and it's been going well for quite a while and then the other extreme is the people who are getting frustrated or get impatient i think we can all be it we are all impatient at some some place in our life but you have to look at that your expectations are what the issue is it's not your impatience it's the issue your issue is your expectations of yourself and that could be setting you up for a fall so when I come back to what I'm trying to talk about now is you've been working on a kind of losing weight that's been going really well. You're starting to notice that your body is changing, your clothes are feeling looser, your libido is better, your cholesterol markers are down, you've more energy to play with the kids, you're not out of breath going up the stairs, your joints aren't as sore, and you're feeling really, really excited. Your feet and your improvement in relationship with food is also there. And you know you've been putting in the effort, so you're really, really starting to feel proud of what you've achieved so far. And while you still have some element, you may still have some kind of work to be doing to reach before you get to those goals. You're starting to feel maybe that you don't have to work so hard anymore. After all, you've got some great results and surely you're on a roll. So it won't be so hard to keep it going. And what I kind of coined this phrase is called mini quitting. And I think we all get to this stage in no matter what we're trying to do, whether it be me trying to run a business with the podcast. I've got frustrated with the metrics before of the podcast and thought about giving it up several times as recently as Christmas. Then the, But that was all a vanity metric. My expectations were in line. And luckily enough, I have someone who is very supportive and they kind of say, well, are your expectations in line? Like, Where have you picked that number from? Why are you, who are you comparing yourself to? And it was just that moment saying you're comparing yourself to, say, Diary of a CEO, and that wasn't a fair comparison. The budget, the people behind it, X, Y, and Z behind it, it wasn't a fair comparison. So mini quitting isn't the way that you're going to reach your goals. Quitting overall is not going to be the one that gets you to your goals. So you need to understand what mini quitting is. And we all know what quitting means. It means throwing in the towel and giving up completely. But what does the actual term mini quitting mean? It means it isn't fully full-blown kind of committing to quitting. Instead, it's taking your foot off the gas, taking off your foot off the pedal and hoping that you can continue to coast along without putting much effort into your weight loss that you've been doing. Now, someone's going to come back to me and say there's not going to be a time and a place to be always kind of like full adherence to it or full kind of full hog at it. And I completely agree with them. And what I mean by that is it's gonna be a time where life, life ramps up, or stressful times happen with work or kids, or holidays, something. you're gonna to need to kind of go back into a maintenance phase and kind of get back into it. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is it's getting complacent with what your actions and what your results are at the beginning. So when you first start on a, on a weight loss journey, you're highly motivated to lose that weight. And that's because you're in some element of kind of pain internally or physically and you're and you're willing to 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 take action to relieve that pain whether it's how you see yourself whether it's that relationship with food needs to be improving whether that be you're not happy how you feel in your clothes don't have energy to play with your kids however as you kind of get further to your goal that and the ability to lose weight your pain lessens and so you no longer have a driving reason to take as much action as you have been and this is called being complacent and it's a, it can be the start of a slippery slope for, from some people and I think it's important to understand what some of the signs are of mini quitting and I think sometimes this can come across as a something as subtle as starting to get up late even though you had booked an early morning training session with your PT or your coach. Maybe it's potentially not even prepping your meals for the week. Maybe it's getting more and more kind of takeaway foods into your routine than you normally had been. Maybe it's slipping back into going out an awful lot more with your mates and drinking and struggling to reset. Maybe it's skipping your workout or maybe it's prioritizing something else over it. Maybe it's putting off things that you need to know you you need to do in order to kind of lose weight or to lose fat. Maybe it's falling back into your old habits around eating and kind of falling back into those strategies around kind of not dealing with stress or relationships or whatever it may be. Maybe it's skipping on those walks. Maybe it's skipping on those runs. Maybe it's telling yourself it doesn't matter if you reach your goal anymore. Maybe it's no longer making yourself accountable. Maybe it's no longer sticking to the boundaries that had aided you in order to get you so far. Maybe it's that you've got so complacent with, they're eating the same foods over and over again and the food's not interesting anymore like a lot of people will figure that that's one way to do it of that they have to eat the same meals boring meals chicken and broccoli no that's what meal plans they're not structured to kind of teach you anything so that's why I never give them give give people a meal plan it's looking at another way is not putting your best efforts into your training sessions like half-arsing your training sessions Like I'm fully aware if your training sessions are 60 or 70% or even 80% as as much quality as you can give it, you're still going to get better results than trying to smash yourself 100% of the time. It's what you are, some of your actions. And other things that kind of life can also get in the way, so you may need to go back into a maintenance phase in order to counteract that. There's nothing wrong with resting on the couch. There's nothing wrong with having a takeaway. There's nothing wrong with having a few drinks. There's nothing wrong with having a little bit more chocolate. There's nothing wrong with having a little bit more sweet food, whatever you may be. But sometimes they can sneak back in without you even realizing it. And that could be almost kind of an element of subconscious or conscious uh, mini quitting. So what actually happens when you mini quit? Well, mini quitting doesn't involve totally giving up it but the effects can add up and build up and build up so if you think about it if you're doing your daily actions to get to your weight loss or fat loss goal as much as you can those results can be quite spectacular but if you give up on those things the the other effects can be quite devastating but the only difference is it will take longer to see how it impacts on your weight when you mini quit whether you realize it or not, your actions, even the smallest one, have consequences. And that's because whatever you do compounds over time. That's how the law of compounding affects or or, or works and it works for you and against you. If you continually take actions, even small actions that would help you to lose weight or lose fat, these add up and compound over time and these will lead to the results you ultimately want. Similarly, if you go the other way and they snowball into effect and they lead you away from what you want to do, so, for example, it might not sound like a big deal to potentially have a takeaway or have a glass of wine every night. But one glass of wine every night adds up to 365x glass of wine over the year. And this will definitely have an impact on your weight. The other thing is, if I'll, 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 I'll stick on the alcohol point. If you're looking to lose weight or lose in fact, you can, you can drink. And still get the results. But if you're someone that is potentially going out every single weekend, even for a double header, which is both nights, like Friday and a Saturday or Saturday and Sunday, and you're continuously doing that, that is gonna compound over effect and bring you away from where you ultimately want to go. So it's trying to find that balance, that happy medium for yourself. And a lot of people struggle in that grey area of happy medium, somewhere in that non sexy maintenance phase where a lot of people can struggle. So you can imagine that if you're having a glass of wine each night, that compounds over effect, and that will have a knock on effect in how you feel. Whether you're groggy, you'll potentially might snack that a little bit more with it. Uh, you may not go to sleep properly because alcohol affects your sleep. That's just a, that's just an a a an example that I have. It's not saying that don't drink. That's not what I'm saying. So how can you ultimately stop mini quitting? And the, one of the most important things is you need to develop a strong why. And having a strong why and a strong reason to kind of make lifestyle changes to lose weight will, will help prevent complacency and ultimately help prevent mini quitting. And we call this, I call this your why. Your why should go beyond, way beyond losing weight for the sake of, sake of kind of alleviating that temporary pain and it should focus on moving you forward even when motivation is low. So look at it from a point of view. Why Why do you wanna lose weight? Well, losing weight is not a big enough goal. I wanna lose weight because I don't like how I feel. Well, why, why do you wanna feel better? Because I wanna fit into clothes. Well, why do you wanna fit into clothes? Because I have got a wedding coming up in July. Well, why do you wanna feel better for a wedding in July? There is a guy or a man or a woman at the wedding that I fancy and I want to jump them. (laughs) So why do you want to jump them? So you figure it out that way. That's the silly version. But the other version is, well, I want to feel better. Why do you want to feel better? Because I want to live a lasting life. Why do you want to feel a lasting life? Because my cholesterol is high. Why do you want to get your cholesterol high? Because I want to be around for my kids. There's a proper why. The first one was a bit of a joke why, but it's a good enough why. You need to stop relying on willpower. Willpower is a finite resource. It's like a battery. It runs out. So in the initial stages of weight loss, a lot of people will try to rely on willpower saying, I'm being good today. I'm not having any carbs today. I'm not having any chocolate. That sounds like miserably, misery, to be honest with you. Especially you have that diet mindset, which I've spoken about previously on a podcast. The problem is that with willpower it's only a short term measure, it only lasts for so long. There's only so much willpower available. And once it's gone, it's gone. And this can make it hard to stick to with the weight loss plan, which can lead to mini quitting. There's only so many times you can say no before you're like, ah, screw it. I'm going to have it anyway. Think about it. How many times? It's like, kind of like If you watch Father Ted, Mrs. Doyle is kind of like that willpower voice in your head. Ah, go on, go on, go on, go on. That's what I compare willpower to. Eventually, you're going to eat that. You're going to have that cup of tea. Like, that's, if you're if you're not in Ireland or the UK, you've never watched Father Ted episode, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But that's what I compare willpower to. It's that little voice, you have go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. But you can only say no for so many times. But if you understand why you're doing something, if you understand what the meaning behind what you're trying to do, and one question that helps me for my own goal right now is, am I actually like the person I want to become? And you kind of, you take that pause and say, right, hang on. But there's a there's a, there's a fine line, am I like the person I want to become? Or is this going to add somewhere else in my life? And it's figuring out which one that is. Is it going to add into your relationships? Is it going to add into your family life? So it's figuring out what that fine line of what your values are. I'm A lot of people don't know what their values are. And it was something that I spoke about with Emma Story Gordon in the coming weeks. Uh, We recorded the episode last week and a lot of people aren't clear on their values, so they don't know what they can say yes or no to. Everyone can say yes or no to whatever they want, but it's figuring out what you can say yes or no to more often. Another thing that people need to figure out is building your habits. Too many people are focusing on, the only thing they're focusing on is the weighing scales. And instead of relying on willpower, which comes and goes, you're better off looking at changing your habits. Fat loss and weight loss is rarely about and never about food and exercise. It comes down to your habits, why you, why you do what you do. If you have strong habits around weekly food prep, getting a shop done, booking in your gym sessions, booking in sessions with your PT, doing your check-ins, booking in your walks into your day, you'll have a strong weekly habit for yourself and you'll get it done. But it's when we don't have a routine, people are like winging it. And a lot of people do wing their their goal. That will only get you to a point. If you look at how successful you are in other areas of your life, whether it be your career or financially, you haven't winged any of that. Well, you may have, but I doubt it. You've worked hard continuously for X amount of time and you've got to where you want to go. You don't just come into your job the first day and expect to be CEO the first day. You build up over time, you're you're picking up those things, you're learning on the go, you're doing exactly what you need to do, but you're still going to work. You're not relying on motivation. You're not relying on motivation to get you to where you want to go. You know what you want to do. You want to get more financial support and have that element of security for yourself and your family So, because if you relied on the why, you wouldn't go to work when you didn't feel like it a lot of people are unhappy with what they're doing on a day-to-day basis with work, but that's a very different episode. Like nobody feels like what they, what they need to do in order to kind of get to their goal, whether it be fat loss or weight loss. But those who are potentially a little bit more consistent are the ones that don't go for really quick fixes. Like fad diets are ironic. They make, like fad diet means food avoidance diet. That's what fad means. And ironically, if you go for more fad diets, you are making the process longer and the ones that are more consistent with their kind of fat loss or weight loss give or take a few pounds or kilos kilograms are the ones that build up over time of working on their habits around eating patterns about going to bed about resetting after the weekends about doing a shop about going for walks those sort of things make yourself accountable anyone can start there's no age limit to what people can do. And that's coming through my DMs an awful lot at the minute. Which is, well, I'm I'm too old to train. I'm too old to lose weight. It's like, no, if you want to do it, you can't do it. But that's a story that's protecting you from fully engaging in a process. And when things go wrong, it's like, well, it must be my age. It must be my metabolism. Those stories become truth over time. Anyone can start exercising and eating. Like my oldest client I've ever had was 70... Seven when I when I worked with her, and I worked with her face to face, and the gym I ended up the the gym I worked with actually did like a client spotlight on her, and they followed her around the gym and got her to talk and stuff, and it was pretty cool. Like her daughters were members of the gym; they used to do my classes, and it was her daughters that recommended myself to her, and she was awesome. Like she, like she was like my mother, and I actually used to love training her in the middle of the day and having the chats with her. And just kind of talking and kind of making her stronger. She, her whole thing was, I want to get stronger. It was nothing to do about her appearance. It was like, no, I actually want to get stronger so my bones are healthier so I can pick up my grandkids. So I was like, that's a why. The person did the work internally on themselves and figured out what they want to do. So we trained twice a week and then she was playing, I think it was golf, twice a, three times a week. And then she would have one date night with her husband every week and we kind of worked out like, right, let's get three portions of protein into your meals. And we worked on that. And the changes in her body, her DEXA scans came back a lot more uh, sustainable for herself, having worked with the doctor on her as well, with it as well. And she worked with it. And it was incredible to see. So how do we stop being complacent? And, like, one of the big things is it can be one of those things that kind of like, well, I'm happy with where I am right now. And that's cool. But what I'm talking to right now is you get to a certain level of, well, I've got to X amount of weight loss now or fat loss right now. And I don't know if I want to go further. That's cool if you don't want to go further. I would say it's figuring out what's enough for you. That's what you need to figure out. Sometimes it's probably halfway in the middle where you need to go anyway. And being able to keep that off and then having the tools in place. Like a diet isn't forever. You shouldn't be on a diet forever. If you're on a diet forever, you're doing it wrong. What I'm talking about is someone who is looking for sustainable weight loss or fat loss. You need to figure out the why, you need to be accountable, you need to look at your habits, you need to look at those little different things, because we can all get complacent, I've definitely got complacent over the last little while, in relation to a few different areas of my life, and it's important to kind of like, have, like I have my goals above my head here while I'm talking to you, I have different goals for different elements of my life, from financial goals from training goals from personal self-development goals from relationship goals and they're all there's something in my calendar or there's something in my day that's moving me further along that line so with self-development well then it's listen to a podcast or read a book or 10 pages a day to move that development closer if it's a financial goal well am I saving x amount of money a month in order to get to that goal if it's a say a holiday goal well then have i booked in two by the end of june to get me to my goal i want a certain amount of trips away or a certain amount of city breaks or breaks away by the end of the year but if i don't have that number above my head you get complacent you have to check in on yourself like i'm not saying that the scale should be the goal I'm not saying that, what I'm saying is there's there's a line of complacency and there's a line of satisfaction and I'm not sure an awful lot of people know where that is. The scales should not be the only metric that you're looking at. It's the least interesting thing about you. But what can happen for some people is when they get to a certain point with their weight loss goal, they're kind of like, well, I've lost this, so this is going to get me so far. But people forget that if there's less of you, you need less calories. So you may have to increase your exercise from your your walking or you may have to reduce your calories. I would rather go for the walking. So if there's less of us, we're going to need less calories in order to kind of maintain our weight. So something's got to give. And then it gets a little bit harder. So figuring out what your why is, figuring out how much more you want to push it or don't want to push it and some people fight go too far some people don't go but some people may go way way too far to the point of losing their cycles impacting the relationship with food i'm not talking about that that's not who i'm talking to right now i'm talking right now of oh i've lost half a kilo doing this i'm going to continue doing this rather than saying to myself well oh, do i can i do more do i want to do more or am i content If you're content, you are streets and you're years ahead of most people. Massive credit to you. But if you look at weight loss and fat loss as a set of habits rather than scales and a metric, it takes that kind of, removes that element of kind of personal... Or, uh, th- removes that element of kind of how much impact it has on yourself because it's not personalized it's not you're not blaming yourself you've no control over the scales but you do have control over your habits and what you do on a daily basis so this was a random episode i had in my head i had it in my head from this morning before i pressed record on my walk and i was kind of like I'll, I'll, i think this is what an episode is i think it's going to make sense so if it has made sense let us know if it hasn't made sense like I might not even record this I might not even press uh, I might not even upload this but if it has helped let me know if it is something that you're interested in let me know if you want to work in the female followers program which is starting on Monday click on the link below I'm closing the link this is going out on the 8th of the 2nd, 2023. I'm closing the link on the 8th of the 2nd, 2023. So by the close of business on the 8th, that link is set up to go off and no one else can, can go in. I'm keeping it open until the end of the 8th and then everyone's getting their programs on the Friday and starts on the Monday. Female Fat Loss Program, six weeks. Tailor program, home or gym, with videos, tailored calories, weekly check-ins, Weekly accountability, Facebook group, weekly lives, every single week for six weeks for €169. Euro. I had someone else look. I had a couple of other coaches at look at the program recently and they said, it's, you're offering way too much for what it is. You're doing one-to-one coaching with clients. Similar to what your one-to-one coaching with clients through that. And that's coming from coaches. And coaches are not great at giving other coaches a pat on the back. So, and 70% of those who go from one program move on to another program afterwards. So it does work. So if you're interested, click on the link below. And I hope this episode has has helped you in some way. And thank you so much for listening to the episode.